how them grizz looking? I'm going to get it on. I had to reset all my modem and shit. They look better. They're Were fine. they struggling before? Yeah. They let, them, they let the Spurs back into it. Um, yeah, now Bane and Jaren are hitting threes. Oh, fuck. And, the game's almost over? God um, damn it. On the other end, Zach Collins is taking all the shots, so it's it's definitely working out in our favor. Take that number twenty three off. <laughs> oh, funny, whack Collins. <laughs> They're trying to get this game over with so Bane can go watch football. <laughs> Bane don't want to watch no football. Uh, oh, he doesn't. I have no getting, idea what's going. They're getting blown out. <laughs> It's like 46 to 7 or something. <laughs> I talked to my dad today. He's, um, they have a, he's a friend driving in from out of town, and then another friend's going to come over. And he said they were going to watch the game. I said, what game? <laughs> I think it was the college national championship football game. I said, oh, I have <laughs> Oh, are they still doing that? <laughs> George is up 52 to 7. Oh. So, are they, so the only reason why I know this is because I was at – New Year's party with the Ohio State fan. Is he disappointed that they're not playing TCU, I'm assuming? Because they would be up on TCU also. Well, that sucks for Ohio State. And that, from what I understand, they just barely lost that game. A kicker blew it. I would say that there's a flaw in the system that TCU's in the championship game. <laughs> <laughs> really? Strength of schedule made them the best team? They they did have some big wins. Yeah, I, mean, I believe you. I didn't watch one loss program. Um, you think Josh Richardson's trying to audition for a trade to the Grizzlies <sighs> with that foul? Huh. Yeah, Taylor, I'll take that. He with us. Yeah, TCU beat a ranked Oklahoma, ranked Kansas, ranked Oklahoma State, ranked Kansas State, ranked Texas. I have a feeling Dylan Brooks gets in fights on the rig. I think so. Well, yeah, Jordan Clarkson ready. Clarkson does that a lot. Squares up, and then nothing happens. <laughs> He's a knucklehead. Oh, yeah, DB get that rebound. I forget, was Clarkson always on Utah? <laughs> God damn it, Dylan. <laughs> Dylan doesn't make it across half court, so he gets he gets an eight second call. <laughs> oh he did. I just looked down to look up I was thinking I was like Clarkson was on the Lakers, wasn't he? He got an eight second call. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Whatever Jaron said to Popovich, it made him laugh a little bit. Uh, Popovich loves our team. Come on. Taylor, let me let me jump in. Let me jump on. Hugging Steve-O, huh? Hugging Danny Green. Oh, they're buddies yeah. for sure. Mm -hmm. Look at that watch on Danny Green. <laughs> it's probably a nice watch. Oh, so Josh set out, huh? Yeah, he's he's just off this week. It would appear it's not even their schedules. Even their schedules. Really soft. Yeah, Lots Spurs again at home on Wednesday. Yeah. Josh is going to sit. I bet he doesn't play. 
Why would they should he? give them? They should give him the day off. Take a week off. It's a perfect time. Mid season. It's like directly mid season right now. Gorgie. <laughs> Gorgie's. I mean, he, he's a good basketball player. I mean, you got to think like Jenkins and Pavovich probably have some kind of line of communication. Yeah, you would uh, think. Oh, well, because they're not really playing chess here. So, if. Popovich asks about Gorgie. Mm-hmm. You know, Jenkins probably says, yeah, he's, he's good. Yeah. He's a good guy. He's a role player. I mean, it's not random that these players kind of like circulate on related teams. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. Right. Like, Pop is like, hey, should we pick this guy up? Yeah. It's got to be happening. Yeah. I mean, Grayson's out on the, Grayson Allen's on the box. Bud, talk to right. Taylor. You know. it's like, he'll be good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Tyus took the most shots on the team. Right behind him. Huh? Tyus took the most shots on the team. Nice. Now just standing by Tyus as he's doing his post game interview. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Josh just yelling in Tyus's <laughs> face at somebody else. He can't hear anything on the headphones. <laughs> love it. All right, Bo. Game's over. Right. Oh, it is fifty-two to seven. Look at that. Well, old Ward Robinson's going to be excited about the national championship game. Have you just gotten used to my lips being white every time? <laughs> I'm looking at something else, but yes, I'm not. I, I don't think much about it. It's like unfazed. How do you do that? Can I do that? Yeah, you got to go to like preferences. And there's some white filters. lips. <laughs> yeah, it's a lip color, and you can change it to any color. <laughs> Oh, background and effects. <laughs> Jeff just broke his microphone. Yep. I have a green screen. Studio effects. Yanking oh, here we go. Shit. I'm going to do some white lips too, I guess. Lip color. i do some red lips for... Yeah, I'll do some red lips. Here we go. There, how's that, Jeff? <laughs> you look like a clown. He's a clown. I'm a clown. <laughs> Sorry, my mic. Uh, my mic's not working. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> the lip color. Oh man. Damn it. All right, I'm back. Oh, you got a red beard now and eyebrows. <laughs> I want to see that. Screenshot. <laughs> well, I'll take the beard away. Actually, actually, I think I'll do the lips and the eyebrows. I'll take the beard away. Do what you want. 
It definitely keeps my spirits up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're 30 minutes behind schedule. Perfect. Probably like 10 minutes into the podcast. <laughs> Maybe we should start. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, they're still doing that national championship game for college football. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, they're still doing that. I had no idea. <laughs> Is there like another game we should watch while we do this? I, I was just looking Kings Magic or Lakers Nuggets. Lakers Nuggets. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's look at Joker. He's got 11 assists already. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> Bo, I, Bo, I played you at, in fantasy basketball last week. I, I know. I was close. I made some mistakes. If I think I would have set my lineup properly, I might have tied you. It was close. And it was very close. Several categories. <laughs> this week, I got Brian. Oh. Brian, what place are you in? You're going to make me say it? Seventeenth out of twenty. I had a bad Ooh. couple weeks, man. What's going on? Uh, Have you just been too busy to? No, I did. I, I missed my lineup one day last week, but it was already kind of in the bag. Like uh, I wasn't gonna. Nothing I was gonna do. You're still just kind of banking on this Miles Bridges situation, huh? No, I just. What's Is it on your team still? What's the point of changing anything now? You know. He's gonna get suspended before. Oh no, he's still on there. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing. Ooh, it's not looking good, Brian. Damian Lee. Uh, I would have dumped that a while ago. For what? You think I'm gonna give I you more players? I picked up slow mo, and he's like dropping dimes and stealing. Yeah, balls. I know you. I know you picked him up. I was gonna get him. Do you want to look at my watch list? Like right ahead of me, fucker. <laughs> There's productive guys available. There's guys. I'll right. trade you Halliburton for Bridges. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know, like as soon as he does get a contract, he has, there's like a looming suspension. Oh yeah. And they have. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they don't want to upset the basketball gods by doing it before the lottery. Are we putting on? The Kings Nuggets. game, Nuggets game. Okay. Oh, well, I'll do. I'd love to do the Kings games, but Brian said Nuggets. Nah, Kings Orlando's interesting though. Like that, could, that's like a possible pick, pick game. That's a pick game. I agree. But we'll we'll watch the Nugs. I'm down. We'll see how we'll see how it goes for the next quarter. We can. That's a game like we don't have to pay too much attention to. <laughs> yeah. Just gonna watch out of the corner of our eyes. What's up with oh, Kendrick Nunn? Back. Kendrick Nunn's been getting mid. Go pick up Kendrick Nunn, Brian. Mm -hmm. All right. I like him. He's getting run. I like him a lot better than Damian Lee. What I like a lot about Kendrick Nunn is like his demeanor, the way he approaches the game. I think he's got a little, uh, little dog in him. Yeah. All right. Let's get into this. Let's, let's start the thing. Yeah. All right. Y'all want to hear the song I made tonight? Yeah. Today? 
You're going to hate it. Welcome to House of Hoops with Bo, Brian, and Jeff. I'm Jeff Hausman coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. This is episode 130. It's Monday night, January 9th, 2023. I think last week I said it was still 2022. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Thank you for listening. with me who else is here tonight coming to us virtually from st paul minnesota it's bo brady all right bo brady has red eyebrows and lips in studio (laughs) (laughs) is brian clark hey hey brian what's up what's up dude we just finished watching the grizzlies game another win another dubsky Beat them Spurs. What are we going to do tonight? It's week 13 in the NBA. I guess we'll catch up a little bit. We have lowered expectations segment. And we're going to cover the Heat-Nets game from last week. From yesterday. Which I loved. It's a good game. Awesome game. hang out talk some hoops visit our website houseofhoops.com h-a-u-s of hoops.com you can call us at 901-365-75 and leave a message that will play on air you get three minutes i hope you enjoy tonight
What's going on? We're watching this Lakers Nuggets game. What's going on? Why Schroeder looks like he's gonna fight the referee. Yep. <laughs> he's very upset. How's he not getting technical fouls? Just like two right now. He's looking for an explanation of some kind. <laughs> some courtside fans are getting great footage. Hit the bench. <laughs> <laughs> What happened? Anybody know? I don't. I, no, I just looked up and he was. Yeah. There was a dead ball and he just started arguing with the ref. He, I think he was arguing they got hacked at some point. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Ref probably just didn't see it. And he was like, I didn't. He's probably going, I didn't see it. I have to see it to blow the whistle. Yeah. Well, why don't you open your eyes? Bo, what's going on? All sorts of stuff. We're busy over here. Yeah, what are you doing? Got soccer and kids got <laughs> ski lessons. Yeah. School, swimming. Who did your makeup tonight? Zoom did. I didn't know you finally told me how I could do this. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know there was you had to go to the filters page. <laughs> Preferences filters. It so puts I, I have red lips and red eyebrows. Yeah, it puts the red lipstick on its eyebrows <laughs> it's definitely putting me in a good mood <laughs> i don't know why but i feel like this is gonna be a good podcast <laughs> how are you I'm, I'm great that's good that's good yeah anything to share about your week yeah i watched uh on hbo Oh, I typed in uh, Eastwood in the search button in the search, whatever search queue, mm -hmm. and uh, this movie from 1997, mm -hmm. Absolute Power. You have Clint Eastwood, Gene Hackman, and Ed Harris, and Eastwood's a jewel thief. Gene Hackman's the president of the United States, and Ed Harris is the cop trying to, you know, figure out what happened. I'm not going to give anything away, but mm. it was, I enjoyed it. It's not necessarily the best late nineties kind of crimey Clint Eastwood movie, mm -hmm. but it was good. I, you know, if you want that sort of nostalgia, which I, I do like late nineties, Clint Eastwood, and Ed Harris is any sort of Ed Harris. Anything from that era is awesome. Mm -hmm. You know, you could even go back to Ed Harris in the abyss or true show ed harris is i think underrated mm -hmm. yeah i agree <laughs> clint eastwood versus gene hackman yeah okay it's like an action mm -hmm. action flick and you know another ed harris gene hackman movie is the firm which we have talked about on this podcast before. oh yeah i like ed harris yeah he was great in westworld westworld yeah there's a good uh, Clint Eastwood, Gene Hackman movie. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. It's called Unforgiven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent, man. Unforgiven it's, it's, is uh, so it's good. good. You should check it out. Absolute Power is a 1997 American political action thriller film produced by, directed by, and starring Clint Eastwood. <laughs> He's a regular Ben Affleck. 
He's like the he's like the pre Ben Affleck. <laughs> yeah, Eastwood's been making movies a long damn time. Do you think so? Is that like Ben Affleck's future? He's like, <laughs> well, did you not like see cranky old man? He's like, you know, uh, did you not see the way back? Oh yeah. <laughs> Except Eastwood's a badass. I think that's the difference. I can't yeah, wait. It's funny. It. I was thinking about the the way back from 2010, Mm-mm. which also stars Ed Harris. Oh, huh. Weird. Colin Farrell. It's that um, like road trip movie. I think. Hmm. Yeah. No, this is something different. No, we were talking about the way no. back. The the Ben Affleck is the drunk yeah. basketball coach. Yeah, so there's two movies called The Way it's Back. Basically, no, there's Netflix also I'm thinking Hoosiers. of The Way Way Back with Steve Carell. Excuse me. So there's three movies that are The Way Back, and one is The Way Way Back. It's a really good uh, mm-hmm. research Ben Affleck did when he made a movie two years ago, and made it the same title as two other movies. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to see Ben Affleck's eventual uh, Gran Torino. <laughs> yeah. Where he's just like, and Affleck's like, you know, seven years old. And he's just like, <sighs> he's just, he's doing the Batman voice, but he's like, not Batman. So he makes he's it after old, like, old man. After it's going to be the, gr- the grand Tesla when, and a 110 year old robot, Elon Musk makes a, uh, a cameo. <laughs> Why? Why are all these robots always trying to steal my Tesla? <laughs> Well, I bet it takes place in Boston. Jennifer Lopez is dead. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Lopez has died. Yeah. And he's like, he just like mows the yard and drinks beer yeah. and washes his Tesla. Yeah. Drinks and a, a harpooner. A robot family moves in next door. Oh, and he has a problem with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> these, all these fucking robots. He's got a real problem with these they're fucking not, robots. They're not real people. And uh, yeah, so it's kind of a thriller, and they're looking in the windows all the time at him. Yeah, as he stumbles around his house. <laughs> but he he wakes up, and actually none of it fucking happened. He's just been drunk for twenty years. <laughs> when I did my when I started Terminator Six, I stacked up your robots like ten cans. <laughs> <laughs> now you live in next door to me. Oh boy, I'd, I'd watch that movie. Sure. So anyway, <laughs> Brian, how are you feeling? Uh, I've got a lot more energy than I did this time last week. That's for sure. Yeah, that's good. Me too. Holy crap, that's good. You and, guys uh, responded well. Yeah. This week, holidays just took it out of me, man, bro. Yeah. Me too. What have you been up to? Anything? No, not nothing really. Yeah. Just been hanging out working. Um, watching some basketball. Yeah, same. Um that's really it. I Damn. watched uh I started watching that um This Place Rules. Okay. Are you are you familiar with this? Maybe. You know what? I heard about it. And I've heard that it's uh pretty good. It's this guy Andrew Callahan. He did, he did a bunch of like uh, I don't know if it's like I guess it's TikTok or Instagram. I don't know. 
It's more HBO. I love HBO. Yeah, He's a the he, all gas no breaks. Yeah, guy. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so I started watching, but I didn't finish it. I made about twenty or twenty five minutes in, and I was like, I just I can't do this because it's just it's just all gas no breaks. But it's <laughs> like, but it just goes on and on and on and on. Yeah, and it's just the craziest people in the world like screaming into the camera because that's you know he just he just he's like a man on the street and just puts a microphone in people's faces and like lets them say he puts himself at like political rallies and riots yeah so it's like uh, what was that guy's name Geraldo (laughs) kind of it's new Geraldo kind of I guess yeah it was just too intense I was like man I've I've seen shock and awe I feel like I've seen a lot of this already and uh yeah it was just too much oh cool the lakers and nuggets have boland referee in the game <laughs> and then come to find out today that andrew callahan guy has like a bunch of like uh sexual harassment and like uh oh shit. sexual assault accusations oh, against him oh he's oh, a dirt bag. yeah turns out turns out maybe not a very good guy yeah so maybe watch it before it gets pulled I guess. Or you could just like search all gas, no breaks on like YouTube mm. and just watch every clip and, and you got it. Or watch the first 20 minutes and turn it off. Yeah. You could, you could watch all those clips at like your own pace too. Like if you wanted to like turn it off and like breathe for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Maybe I'll look, maybe I'll look at it. I don't know. Maybe I'll finish it. Maybe I won't. I don't know. I'm kind of jaded on political shit right now. That's kind of, yeah, that was like, I was like, man, I've, we have been through all this, you know, not that I want to forget it. No, it's just, but I just don't need to see these, these wackos. And it's, it's like, you know, he's talking to like extremists on, on both sides too. Like there's a lady that like rails about how like ugly Trump is and he's fat and it's all these like personal attacks. Mm. And then she goes on for like probably a straight minute. And then at the end she goes like, well, yeah, I'm, I'm just not really not very political. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, all right. Okay. Just talking some shit. Jeff, what have you been up to? Maybe that show would be, or movie or whatever it is, would be better if it was like uh, Hunter S. Thompson. Maybe if it was like and, a series. And not, not this guy. An hour long documentary. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. What have I been up to? Uh, pretty much the same as you, man. Just uh, working this week and just keeping it low key. You know, I hung out with our boy Pat earlier this week. Yeah, that was cool. How's he doing? He's fine. He's good. Good. That was about all I did for like hanging out. Just watch basketball. I didn't really do anything this week. Uh, too much work and too much hoops. I did do one thing. I was looking at, I was looking up some shit online, mm-hmm. and uh, I was, I was trying to figure out like which teams lead the league in fouls. So I was like, I wonder if the Grizzlies like are at the top of like fouling. Mm-hmm. They're not really. Huh? What'd you come up with? Well, I found that the Grizzlies were dead last in free throw percentages. Yeah, and and yeah, we. I could tell you that by looking at the fucking games. <laughs> but I also found that they lead the league in rebounds per game. So that was kind of cool. 
I was like, okay, so they kind of make up for it with the rebounding. Cause, I mean, rebounding is a tell on how you win games, in my opinion. Let's see, what else was I thinking about? I was thinking about like the Western Conference Finals and what two teams I want to see in it. I'm curious what you guys think. Like, what would your ideal Western Conference Finals be? Because you know it's loaded. And what would be the most like entertaining, most fun finals? Western Conference. Bo, go ahead. Go for uh, it. I was going to add a question. So, do we need to put it in the context of kind of what the bracket and standings are right now? No, just like whatever. Like okay. The most fun, like entertaining, competitive. Maybe you haven't seen it happen yet because i mean i mean the denver nuggets and the memphis grizzlies okay what about you Brian? no I, I agree i think that would be the most entertaining i mean i'd love to see a grizzlies houston rockets western conference finals <laughs> why <laughs> why would that be fun because it means the Grizz are making the finals baby <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay but, uh, fair no, I think I think yeah, Grizz Nuggets for just the obvious reasons, you know. Yeah, I mean, give me my team with Ja and Jokic. I think, I think that's a fun like seven game series. <laughs> yeah, that's there. It's no coincidence that they're the top two teams in the West right now, tied for first. I think that's the best case scenario for the West for TV ratings, for league competitiveness. Maybe not for TV ratings. Maybe I mean I think it is. Think so? Yeah, I think John ja Morant and the reigning like former MVP. Yeah. Two time MVP versus John ja Morant is probably like the most entertaining Western yeah. Conference yeah. finals. I'm not arguing entertaining. Am I being a homer? Are we being homers with picking the Grizzlies? No. Yeah, yeah, I think a little bit because you could you could you could argue for the Warriors, the Clippers who don't really have it together. You could argue for Luca, and then the Pelicans are competitive, but Zion's out right now. So he, you say Warriors, it, but they kind of had their time last year. Yeah, yeah but if you were ratings, war- you know, if we were a Warriors podcast, we'd be like, oh, well, the fucking Warriors and the Grizzlies, Nuggets, probably. Yeah, the maybe the Grizzlies. Yeah, <laughs> it would be Warriors, Grizzlies in the finals if you're a Warriors. Fan. I mean, I think we're we're lucky that our team is good. So lucky, and. So we're always gonna. I mean, we, we 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 couldn't rationalize not having them in there. If they weren't at the top of the standings, we would probably be viewed as like Homer and bias. But I think it's fair and less Homerish if they're at the top of the standings as they are, like one of the best teams in the league. I think it's fair. It's, I mean, the best way to figure out what what two teams would be best for ratings would be to like tune into like to Stephen A. Smith and see what he has to say about it. But uh, I would never Mm -hmm. do that. So I guess. (laughs) So with the win tonight, the Grizzlies are actually in first and they are tied as the second best team in the league with the Nets. And the only team better is the Celtics with two more wins and one less loss. So it's Grizzly Celtics right now. Yeah. If the Nuggets win this game that we're watching, which I'm going to assume they're going to win, um, then we'd be 
tied with the Nuggets again at the top of the Western Conference standings. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to keep doing that mm-hmm. until one team. That's, that's, I think that's why John Morant's resting right now. <laughs> yeah. During this, like, soft stretch of the mm-hmm. schedule. Spur- I think the- Spurs twice at home. Yeah, I'll just I'll just hang out. I think the Grizzlies want that top spot. I think that's their goal. They're navigating the schedule. If I'm Jenkins and I got my young team and I I think I'm am who I think I am, <laughs> Jenkins, mm-hmm. like a great coach, like this is how you prove it. I think this is how you put your stamp on the league, finishing first. That's about all that crossed through my mind outside of what we already have planned mm. this week. Should we uh, move on? Sure. Maybe go into some news. Bo, you drinking a beer tonight? Yeah. Yeah, what you drinking? I had a hams, and now I got a uh, Summit EPA. Oh, Okay. Mm-hmm. Everyday pale ale, extra pale ale. Oh, it was like the one of the first, you know, craft beers out of Minnesota. It's, it hasn't changed much since they introduced it. Whenever, maybe in '88. Hmm. I see it's got a sticker label. No, it's a can. Oh, and ain't got a sticker on there. No, it's a can, and that's the the High Bridge, the St. Oh. Paul High Bridge, and the St. Paul. Uh, Oh, down, oh, yeah, down by the old mill. Hmm. No, the old mill's on in Minneapolis. Damn it. I'll have to uh, drink some with you, Bo. We're going to be in your neck of the woods in June, and we're actually uh, going to spend a night in your fair city. Oh, yeah, you guys are going to do the, the marathon. Yeah, we're, we're going we're gonna to come in early and uh, spend a night in Minneapolis and check the place out. So. Oh, let me know. It's only five months away. Maybe, maybe drink one of those beers, and maybe you can you can take me to the dump. <laughs> <laughs> we can certainly go to the dump, Brian. I think you would like the dump. <laughs> I think you like that, Joe. You could probably drop him off, and he would just make friends. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. So what? What do you got? What do you? What are you dropping off? <laughs> Yeah, instead of paying the city to come pick up your shit in plastic bags, they make you take it yourself. I think it's great. Yeah. Brian, uh, do you need something to drink? Yeah, man. I I think you got something new in there that might be good to try. I got something. It's a Neon Cowboy Spiked Seltzer Remixed Spicy Paloma. Bubbling with real fruit and touch of alcohol oh just a touch of alcohol four percent but it's a oh, nash it's a, something nashville I don't it's know. a it's a session seltzer neon cowboy i don't know i don't know anything about it i just grabbed them on a whim yeah i'll yeah. try one try it spicy paloma neon cowboy let's see what we got here <laughs> do you like it that's pretty good i'm gonna have a budweiser 
That's you like good. It? I do like it. Nice. It is good. Good. Little, little grapefruity. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit like a you know like a Paloma. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you have ghosts in your house. Me? I think you need to get rid of like all those Native American bones and skulls and shit you got in there. Why? So every once in a while, I hear something coming through the airwaves. Sounds like demons. Well, it's just probably the, my computer or internet. Mm, I don't know. It's definitely, a, it's definitely like a UFO or something. Sounds like your house is haunted. How, mm. old, how old is that house? Built in 1921. Yeah, it's a thousand years old. Mm-hmm. Probably pissed some spirits off remodeling that bathroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we do have a human skull in the house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and we all, I also have some a collection of probably a dozen or so arrowheads I found in Mississippi. And how many so. bodies have you taken no. to the dump? Not many. You're murdering a lot of people over there. No, um, I'm not. That's too bad. Okay. I have thought that if you had a deep freeze with body parts in it, Mm -hmm. that you could, when it gets really cold, below freezing, you could just put those body parts in the trash. Mm -hmm. And they wouldn't stink or anything. And then they wouldn't know where they came from. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You thought that, huh? I thought it. That's it. <laughs> Decent strategy. Sure. I'd be putting them in my neighbor's trash. That, oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah, but you put them in your trash. You're, you're like, I didn't do this. Well, my neighbor probably did it. I mean, yeah. what would what would you do if you're disposing of frozen body parts? Put them in your neighbor's trash can. You think I'm that stupid? I would just put it in my own trash can. No, you can't search my house. <laughs> you know, I do have a floor drain too. <laughs> Yeah, you do. <laughs> Creep. <laughs> and you have lipstick on right now. <laughs> lipstick eyebrows? Red lipstick on your eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Look, hey, we, we were going to do the news. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to tell us if you have news or... Yeah, I got a couple things. What? Uh, the Mavericks have waived your fantasy basketball acquisition, Kimball Walker. There goes my only news. Mm. <laughs> I feel like every week we come on here and we just talk about Kemba Walker. <laughs> <laughs> it's like our favorite thing to do is talk about Kemba Walker. <laughs> Actually, I didn't know that. That's news to me. Well. It's not big news no. either way. Bo, do you know the story behind it? Why it happened? No, elaborate. Salary. Yeah, it was a it was a money thing. Mm. So Saturday, this Saturday, his salary was gonna become fully guaranteed. Ah uh, yeah. So um, nope. Maybe I knew that. But I mean that's not not surprising. And also my guy uh Jaden Hardy is getting more run. Mm. The young guy who's just a walking bucket. It's like the next Jalen Brunson. He's like the next Kimball Walker. It's the next Jalen Brunson. Gotcha. <laughs> They're giving him a run. So. See ya. 
I guess the only other big news that I know of is like it pertains to our pick game. So do we want to hold off on that? That's fine. Yeah, definitely. Well, we there was a trade. There was a trade. Mm-hmm. The Celtics gave up Noah Vonley in cash considerations to the San Antonio Spurs, and the Celtics get a future conditional second round pick, mm. and they get a a roster spot. So, no, presumably for, for the buy, buyout market. The yeah. Spurs wave Gorgie Jang to make room for Vonley. When did this happen? Now? Last week sometime. But then the the Spurs signed Dang to a 10-day contract. Right. Yeah, oh, I was going right. to say, we just saw Gorgie Jang on the TV. Yeah. So I don't know, is Vonley on the Spurs? I, I don't know that. I'm not sure if it's worth knowing. Right. So, first trade. I don't remember any other trades. Hmm. Well, that is the that is the first trade. Maybe that's where Kimba Walker ends up. Back in Boston. I don't think they need him. No. No. I agree. Kimba. Kimba reeks of Los Angeles Clippers. Oh. Ugh, or the Lakers. Just John Wall insurance. I don't know. The, Cl- the, the Lakers have tons of cards. They do. Yeah, but like you could see Kimball Walker on the Lakers, right? Not as long as Schroeder. He was a name, you know? Not as long as Schroeder's doing what he's doing. He had like 27 points in a game last week. And then they have Westbrook, Kendrick Nunn. Realistically, like, yes, I get what you're saying. Like, Kemba, Lakers, yeah. Uh, An aging player. Yeah. Just some piece (laughs) of shit with a name. I don't think that's where he ends up. I revert back to what we talked about when he wasn't on a team at the beginning of the year. And that it's, he's an injury away from a roster spot. So whoever gets desperate, that's what I think. But it kind of like secures our thought that he was signed to the Mavericks just as like like a threat <laughs> to the backcourt. Yeah. <laughs> Since they didn't want to pay him guarantee mm-hmm. for the rest of his money, it was like te- it was always temporary. <laughs> it was just a, to light a fire under Tim Hardaway. <laughs> Hardaway and 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 maybe Hardy. Like, uh, you're not really pushing yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll give your minutes to Kemba. <laughs> He's proven he can get a bucket. It's a veteran. Any other news? Not that I saw that didn't involve the pick game. All right, move on. Let's go to the pick game then.
game we picked. I think we finally got one right. Dude, we nailed it this time. I think so. It was good. Sunday night, Brooklyn Nets, Miami Heat. It sounded like a fun game when we picked it. Mm-hmm. And it turned out that way. It just like right from the get-go, Brooklyn was like blazing hot. Mm-hmm. It had 20 points halfway through the first quarter. Yeah. First quarter, Hayward Highsmith. For Miami. Yeah. Who is he? I don't know. So he did play with, so in 2018-19, when he was 22, he played with Philly five games. And then he had a gap between 21. Then he uh, played with Miami, I guess, last year. Mm-hmm. 19 games, and now he's on the on the roster this year. He clearly played probably overseas, I would assume. Undrafted, 2018. Mm-hmm. Where do you go to school, Jeff? Someplace called Wheeling. Hmm. Wheeling? <laughs> yeah. He's from Baltimore. A lot of G League. A lot of G League time. He's the only NBA player to go to Wheeling University. I liked his energy. It's in West Virginia. Yeah. He looked pretty good out there. Yeah, he started. Who is this guy? I don't know much about Like I said, he's born in Baltimore. He's 6'5". He's a wing player. Mm -hmm. He played in the G League in 18. Oh, he played in Germany. And they played in Italy, and then he came back to the NBA. He had like a good little run of games where he's getting like double digit scoring for the Heat. The Heat have just been like kind of decimated with injuries this year. I think they're just kind of soul searching. <laughs> they're trying to find something to work. They clearly like what he does with the starting lineup. He's because he's starting over guys like uh, Max Struess. Victor Oladipo, uh-huh. Udonis Haslam. Mm. <laughs> Shout out, Greg. Or Duncan Robinson's out. Then wait, real quick. Let's just let me just look at Duncan Robinson's contract situation. Ooh, it's not so a he, contract situation. I think you ever want to be in. This year he's making seventeen million. Yeah, I mean, if, I mean, if you're the Heat. You don't want to be in that situation. Yeah, it's like 17, 18, 19, and then like basically 20 million for the next four years. And so let's put that in the context with one, the rising cap, two, in the context for the Memphis Grizzlies, and three, in the context for Dylan Brooks. So who would you rather have, Duncan Robinson at that price or Dylan Brooks at that price? Dylan Brooks at that price. Yeah, I'll take Dylan. I mean, Dylan's missed a lot of time. So, too. if you can get Dylan for less than Duncan Robinson, that is a big win. But anyway, we're not talking about Dylan. I think we're talking about, um, is Pat Riley falling off? Mm. Now's the time to call Pat. And go, why did you pay that guy all that money? It was always, it, it, it always he was just going to walk. Yeah. I think they had to yeah. pay him. It's kind of one of those, um, it's not like the Chandler Parsons thing, but it kind of is. Like Either you spend the money or you, you'd lose it. Yeah, I seem to remember him um, being very in high demand. Like he had had a good year. Yeah, yeah. And he was in high demand. Uh-huh. Probably as a good agent. He wanted to keep keep it together. Also, Duncan is like, I think he's like a pretty chill dude. 
I think he's a good guy to have around. I've listened to his podcast before. People like him. Hmm. I didn't know he had a podcast. Yeah, I've told you about it. <laughs> I listen. <laughs> but uh, he's, uh, I think he's like a pretty down-to-earth guy, and people like him. So he's good to have around, and then he can come in and bang some threes, but he hasn't been playing a whole lot, which is probably why he started a podcast. <laughs> Out of boredom. <laughs> Highsmith looked like fun, but I don't know enough about him. I don't think he's really worth knowing, but he was bringing energy. And that's his role, I think. So just hustle. Go out there and hustle and try to change the game a little bit. Which, uh, which broadcast did you guys watch? I think I watched the home team. I think I watched the Heat. Hmm. Yeah, I watched the Heat. What'd you watch? I watched the uh, Brooklyn broadcast <clears throat> on the Yes Network. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, a little uh, Ian Eagle? Yeah, early in the first quarter, they talked about uh, interviewing Kyrie Irving mm. and uh, mm-hmm. talking about his focus. He said that last season, missed shots took him out of a lot of games. Like, oh, just like mentally. Yeah. Right. He would, like, check out when he couldn't make shots. Missed shots took him out of a lot of games. Mm-hmm. I, I like that, Brian. And that's um, that's a reference to one, probably the vaccine. Yeah. Like, is he in on it? You think when he said that, he was like, I'm going to say this and it'll be, you know, funny? I think so. I think he meant to do that. That's interesting that he would say that now when they're having the, like the greatest stretch in Nets history caught me off guard. (laughs) I thought he meant it literally like if his shot wasn't going, he would like check out of the game. I think, (laughs) I think that's probably what he meant, but interesting. Had another meeting double entendre. I was uh, happy to watch TJ Warren play basketball again. I, t- I was waiting how long. <laughs> I it watched him. Be, I watched him like a hawk. I was. I, I thought you were gonna like lead into it and be like, "There was a player in this game <laughs> that I really watched." I watched him closely. I thought you were gonna like lead into it a little more. But go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I didn't set it up a lot. It wasn't a dramatic setup. No. You love T.J. Warren. Well, I love his potential. I love what Bubble Warren. Yeah. Where he could take over a game. He doesn't seem as aggressive as Bubble Warren. He's not the player he was. T.J. Warren is obviously still working his way back. That was clear to me. Sure. He is not. He does not have like the lift or athleticism <laughs> or the lateral movement that is needed. To play. No, but he looked he looked like he the Nets need him to get a bucket for him every once in a while. Yeah, and he's fine there. That could change in the near future. Yeah, they might need more from him mm-hmm. soon. In the next two weeks. In the next game. Yeah. 
I noticed early on that the um, the Heat were like really aggressively defending Kevin Durant. Yeah, physical. Yeah, very physical with him. Whether mm-hmm. it was Bam or Jimmy Butler or Highsmith. Yeah, like they were they were playing up on him. There was a game plan. Yeah, physicality. Mm-hmm. Let's beat up on these long, slender athletes. Mm-hmm. I think that was a game plan. Hipster Brooklynites. (laughs) Did you hear at the beginning of the game they were talking about Bam, like point guard Bam? No, uh uh-uh. That would be wild. Yeah, that was clearly on the, I mean, that was the Heat broadcast, so. Yeah. uh, What what did they? I don't know what's been going on with it, but they were talking about it like it's been kind of something they've been working on. It's like I mean, Bam having the ball more. He looks capable of like bringing up the court. He doesn't like you know. Wouldn't that be wild? He's not well, like and he's not like Jakob Pertl just like pounding the ball into the court, <laughs> stomping well, his feet. He's <laughs> averaging three assists a game right now, but in nineteen twenty and twenty twenty one, he averaged five assists a game. Yeah, and then twenty twenty one is like five point four assists. So he's clearly, yeah, capable. Yeah, that's like a role they're trying to like expand on i think and and this is i think that if you read between the lines there they're trying to figure out a way to to dump that lowry contract i was gonna say he could he could probably get up he could probably bring the ball up the court faster than kyle lowry (laughs) i think they just want everybody handling the ball yeah like when who was it the grizzlies used to try to run point card with like they did it with Zaire in the summer league. Yeah. Like point guard Zaire. They, they did it with Bane. They did it with Bane the year before that. Bain, yeah. Yeah. They want everybody to be able to like mm-hmm. facilitate and run the offense. Yeah. Because Jimmy Butler does it. Mm-hmm. And who knows how long Kyle Lowry's going to be around, yeah. I think, is the angle there. Yeah. Hero does it. Yeah. I don't think they're shopping Kyle Lowry. They they talked about how he's like instrumental as far as like keeping everybody on the same page. And in the locker room, like he's a good voice, and he has like he has the backbone to like speak up about shit that's really not right. They talked about that in the game, so I think they like having Kyle Lowry around, but they also want to play more of like a anybody can facilitate mm-hmm. style of basketball, more passing maybe. More ball movement. Maybe that's what they're looking for. Well, they involved Bam. I mean, I think he took the first shot of the game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he took the ball all the way mm-hmm. down the court. Yeah. <laughs> like a point guard. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, Brooklyn's roster, as it was in this game, is uh, super fascinating. I think it's really interesting. Well, they're all, like, big and tall. Yeah. Wings that can shoot. It's yeah. Royce O'Neal. Yeah. It's like a uh, Ben Simmons, known shooter Ben Simmons. It's like, Royce O'Neal went to the, the University of Denver. It's like. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, Royce O'Neal. Mm-hmm. It's like positionless basketball where everybody can switch. It's what Toronto does, it's what Boston tries to do. Brooklyn seems to be taking it to like the next level. (laughs) 
Everybody on the team has like the same body frame. Nick Claxton. Who looked good this game. He stuck out to me. Of course, Ben Simmons. Yuta is 6'9", can shoot from anywhere. TJ Warren, 6'8", can shoot from anywhere. Those were kind of the guys that they were playing a lot. Joe Harris, he's all right. He's definitely a two. Those guys, Claxton, Simmons, Yuta, those guys joined with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. It looks nice out there. And then you have Seth Curry that can come in and light it up from three. Like, I was really interested and really enjoying uh, watching them play. It just looked like a a team from, like, the future. (laughs) I mean, I thought Miami was a better put-together team. Mm -hmm. I just, I felt like they had more better pieces. Well, think about Miami this way. They finished first in the East last year. They're having a bad season. They're having a down year. They are a good team. They are a well-put-together team. I think a lot of it's injury. Like, they've had a rough go at it, and there's they're... I think they are figuring it out, but Brooklyn's roster is so fascinating to me. That's all the shooting and length. They don't really have like a legit bruiser big man in the middle. It's all just kind of positionless. Like a lot of guys that can switch on defense. This game was really fun up and down tempo. Like it was fast. It was fun. It's just really fun to watch. Look at this on the Nets. How many players made threes that played versus didn't make threes that played? So they played nine guys. Three guys didn't hit a three. Six guys hit threes. Somehow, Joe Harris didn't hit a three. <laughs> That's like what he does. So don't even count him as a guy. It's really just Claxton and Simmons that aren't shooting threes. But those guys are just defending, you know. They combined for 17 points. Those are the length defenders to slow down the opposing team. Everybody else can hit threes. I mean, it's that's the blueprint. That's what the Nets want. And that's what they're doing. Another thing about Brooklyn, and I don't know why I even thought this at all, <laughs> but... I don't know why, but I kept ex- expecting to see Earl Watson come off the bench. <laughs> Isn't that weird? It's weird. I was like, where's Earl Watson? He coached the Suns at some point, so. I kept expecting him to come off the bench. Like, he would be a great backup point guard for Kyrie. <laughs> kind of like you mean, Tyus. You mean Tyus Jones, yeah. Like, kind of like Tyus Jones was for Memphis. Like, is. Don't you think he would be a good backup point guard on that team? Yeah. Primer or Watson, yeah. Who is their backup point guard? Nobody. Ben Simmons? Patty Mills? I guess Simmons and uh, like I guess and Simmons and Irving Curry. combo guards. Patty Mills. Curry. Curry's a play. two. Yeah, Patty Mills another DMP. I just kept thinking like that's Earl Watson. He's on that team. Kevin Durant hit a milestone in the first quarter. 
KD? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What was that? He passed uh, Dominique Wilkins to hit number 14th all-time in NBA scoring. Yeah. Okay. Dominique? I think it's um, 14th is like kind of a boring number. I think it's more that he passed Dominique Wilkins, you know? Yeah. It's like that level of scoring. Yeah. Like he's 14th. Oh, Not so much about cool. the number, but the name. Yeah, the name. Yeah, they score more points than Dominique Wilkins. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dominique. That's cool. Dominique put up a lot of points yeah. for a long time. Played. That's interesting. How many? Uh, how old is Katie? He's like 34. 34. He'll be 35 in September. Katie's 34. Dominique Wilkins is 62, so he's probably done. <laughs> okay, so. Dominique played until he was. 39. So Dominique Wilkins, 30, year 34 season. He played for the Clippers and Atlanta. He was like 20, basically 25 points a game. What did he tear his Achilles? Dominique? Yeah. Uh, probably when he was playing in Greece. Probably tore it a little bit every, every time he it, dunked the basketball. <laughs> probably it before. tore it a little bit every time. I think it. I, yeah, I don't know. When he tore it, I don't know. Such a violent dunker, man. Yeah, right. Dominique's highest point scoring season. Guess how old he was? Twenty seven. <laughs> yeah, it was his twenty six, twenty seven year. <laughs> it was his best scoring season? Well, maybe like his most efficient season, something like that. But yeah, 26 to 28 were like his best years. He averaged 30, 29, 30 those three years. 26 to 28. Played in nearly every game. Enough about Dominique. Should we just go ahead and talk about what really happened in the game? Oh, you mean uh, Gabe Vincent's crazy three at the end of the first quarter? What was that? It was a, he just hit a buzzer beater three. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, nice to get Miami within one. Okay, of Brooklyn. There you go. That's how you close it out. Yeah, and then some stuff happened, and then Kevin Durant got hurt. Good momentum going into the next quarter. <laughs> nice, Brian. That's good analysis. A lot of feedback. A lot of ghosts coming through right now. Yep, here come yeah, the ghosts. I get that too. I don't know what that is. All right, it's the ghost. It's gone now. He left. He, oh. There it is. It's back. Let's see. I kind of jumped to the third quarter. That's when it all happened, right? Yeah. So there was the there was the charge. Yeah. That Kyle Lowry took, mm-hmm. and that's when it looked like there was a problem. I rewatched it tonight, mm-hmm. and at that charge, I just. I just watched Kevin Durant solely after that. Mm-hmm. And it looked like he shook it off. He looked like he kind of went to the rack twice. But maybe he was weaker. Yeah. Like he, he like acted like he was trying to post Jimmy Butler and Highsmith. He like went to try to post them, but then kind of faded away on him. I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't want to take it in. The knees give him problems. But then he was running up and down the court and seemed he's okay. Trying to play it off. Yeah. Yeah, so Lowry 
and Durant knocked knees when Lowry took that charge. Uh-huh. Durant looked like he was in a little bit of pain. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Tried to play through it. Later in the third, Jimmy Butler, on a rebound attempt, kind of falls on Durant. And it's the same knee. And it looked like it kind of went sideways a little bit. Butler kind of rolled over and clipped Durant a little bit. Uh-huh. Durant checks out of the game. Goes back to the locker room. Yeah, his shoe came off and Jimmy handed his shoe back to him. <laughs> Not good. Here's your shoe. Yeah. It looked like Durant kind of looked back at Jimmy and was like, God damn it, man. <laughs> Damn you. Fuck you rolling over on me for. You reckless motherfucker. <laughs> it looked like he was mad. Never came back to the game. You guys got results on the injury? Yeah. You know what it was? Uh-huh. MCL sprain. He'll be reevaluated in two weeks. Reports are saying out for a month. Yeah, I was going to say four weeks. I think longer. Most likely. Come back in March. Fucking sucks. Or something. Mm -hmm. I think they're probably going to look at how many weeks they want him to play before the playoffs start, actually. That's how they're going to figure out when to bring him back. Mm -hmm. Like, Do we want four weeks before the playoffs? Is that what we want? Mm -hmm. That's probably it. Yeah. I would mark that. I guess it depends on the severity of the sprain. But I think they look at it as like, okay, well, we're just going to work him back for the playoffs. <laughs> like, fuck this. <laughs> I saw so, an interesting tidbit. Now it's TJ Warren time. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You better hope. What'd you see? Um. So the Lakers play the Nets on January 30th. Okay. It's big, big Kevin Durant, LeBron matchup. When is the last time Kevin Durant and LeBron James have played against each other? Ooh. In the bubble? December 25th, 2018. Whoa. Wow. They'd both be missing games. It's like two of the premier players in the league. Four and a half years, like four years ago. Yeah. Wow. Looks like they're not going to play against each other this year. (laughs) Wow. That's crazy. How do you feel about that? I mean, I don't care. I just thought it was an interesting tidbit. Bo, do you have an opinion about that? What does that mean? That they're both in their mid to late 30s? (laughs) What if they never play against each other again? I suppose it's possible. They play again against each other. Maybe it's just it's just weird to think about. Like that's a that's like a circle of the calendar matchup. You know, like oh, LeBron and KD. Yeah, you would think that we'd get that a couple times a year easily. Mm-hmm. And KD was so good in this game. Yeah, he was rolling. They've almost kind of always played in separate conferences. KD was in the West. LeBron was in the mm-hmm. East. Mm-hmm. LeBron stayed in the East. KD. Stated in the West, yeah. The West, Golden State, Miami. Like they kind of 
always kind of separated the league like that. It's interesting. I ain't going to make it to the finals playing in the same conference with this motherfucker. <laughs> You're right, D-Wade. Hmm. KD is in the West. <laughs> Maybe I will come to Miami. <laughs> It's interesting. They've always been opposite. What do you think, Bo? Uh, anything uh, you can tell me about either of these teams? Durant had, had a shot where he went up to the foul line for a jumper and he had two players on him. He just shot right over both of them. Yeah. And it just you know, it remind, reminded me that he's Durant's just so so awesome. Mm-hmm. And it bums me out that he got hurt. Mm-hmm. And and then in addition to that, like, Ky- you know, this is just big picture, but Kyrie was hitting all sorts of super deep threes and doing all sorts of crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And why did he have to miss so many shots last year mm-hmm. when he could have just been playing basketball? Mm-hmm. He'll never but, tell. Not, well, his real motives. <laughs> Who knows? It, it it the whole this whole Brooklyn thing is just they're just snake bit. It's a bummer. Mm-hmm. What, what if they what they're what second in the in the in the East? Uh-huh. And they won this game. Not to give it away. Spoiler alert. <laughs> and they're like nine and one the last 10, 27 and thirteen. Yeah, and they're both closers too. Yeah, they're going to handle it at the end of the game. Well, you say that, but I expected when Durant went out for Kyrie to just kind of like take over, Uh and he he didn't. Well, he tried to. He tried to. Shot fifteen fucking threes. He didn't. Um. (laughs) Yeah, in the third quarter, I don't. I don't have the numbers from when you know exactly when Kevin Durant went out. Uh Kyrie only attempted four shots. Third quarter, mm-hmm. attempted three threes, hit one of them. And in the fourth quarter, Kyrie was one of five. He missed all four of his three pointers. Mm. So I mean, he I guess he was trying to, but wasn't happening. I mean, the fourth quarter was Seth Curry. Yeah, it was <laughs> Seth Curry, and and all of his. Seven minutes in that quarter, four or four from the field. Yeah, Nick Claxton looked good in the fourth two, three or three. Mm-hmm. I like Claxton. I do too. He's always just kind of been like a like a guy. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. it seems like this year he's kind of, at least from watching this game, he's kind of figuring out his role, learning how to play with these guys, mm-hmm. doing what he needs to do. I think so. He looks like a good role player. Yeah, I looked up his numbers. He's he's a double double machine, man. Grabs boards, gets his uh, high field goal percentages. Leading the league in field goal percentage. Is he available yeah. in the fantasy league? I doubt it, dude. <laughs> in fact, he's not. There's no way. No. no. But yeah, I was I pulled up his numbers just to see like what he was doing, and he's he's serviceable, man. It's a player. 30 to 35 minutes a game. 
He's their j- new Jared Allen. <laughs> yeah, two and a half blocks a game. Yeah. And I like his demeanor, too. For a 23-year-old, he seems pretty composed. He cut his hair. He looks a little more streamlined now. Yeah. He's a lefty. Gotta love that. Mm-hmm. So getting into the game a little bit, eight minutes left in the game. It's a five-point game. The Nets were on, I think, like an 11-2 run or something. Got it to one point with five to go. So anytime we have like a close game with five minutes left, mm-hmm. it means a great finish is coming. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a good one. We weren't let down. I remember seeing that beautiful pass. From Oladipo to Butler to take that fast break lead from Brooklyn, 101 to 100. 72 seconds left in the game. And then the Nets turn it over. And then Butler misses that shot in the lane with like 17 seconds left. Mm -hmm. Brooklyn's still up. Yeah. And what the fuck? Kyrie and one of his 15 threes he shot (laughs) the game. Missed like a 30-footer, yeah. It was like 35 feet. (laughs) (laughs) And then somehow Royce O'Neal grabs that rebound, right? Yeah. Puts in a little little easy little (laughs) floater. I don't think his eyes were even open. (laughs) No, he just like put it up. (laughs) He just threw it up there with like 3.2 seconds left, and it's 102-101 lead for the Nets. He called timeout. Yeah, what will Miami do was what I was thinking. What are they going to do? So right away I'm thinking, bam, inside. Easy two. But he wasn't in the game. Mm. Bam didn't play like how many minutes in the fourth quarter? Four minutes in the fourth quarter Bam played. He wasn't in at crunch time at the end. He was not in the game. Okay, so who's next? <laughs> they did pretty much what I thought they were going to do. Yeah. Give the ball to Jimmy Butts. <laughs> Got to go to Jimmy Butts. It's his team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I, I thought that he would, I thought he would take it to the rack mm-hmm. and either hit the shot mm-hmm. or get fouled and take free throws. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that Lowry was inbounding the ball. Sometimes you want some height on that inbounds yeah. play. But I think they just wanted court vision. But sometimes it's hard for those shorter guys to see from the sideline. I don't know. Lowry couldn't get the ball in, and Miami called timeout. And I don't know if that's because Coach Spo wanted to see what Brooklyn would look like on the inbounds play uh-huh. or if it was because he couldn't see anything yeah. to get it in. I, I don't know. It was one or the other. <laughs> I remember hearing when they came out of that timeout i could hear the phil collins playing (laughs) in the arena (laughs) and i was super into it and i was like go heat (laughs) like i'm i'm so into this game it was fun i was having a good time i was kind of rooting for the heat because i don't know i have high expectations for them and they've been underwhelming and i like pat riley but Lowry inbounds the ball straight to Jimmy Butler, who just barrels into the lane for a layup. 
And he got a good look at it. But somehow he missed. And he got fouled. <laughs> somehow he missed. How could he miss a point blank layup? Mm-hmm. But what do you think? Looked like a damn foul to me. Mm-hmm. The heat broadcast certainly said he got fouled. <laughs> Yeah, that was a foul. That's a blown call. And Jimmy Butler knows it. And then Tyler Hero like limps off the court and it's like adding insult to injury. Yeah, he like slipped. They they showed a replay of it. And he just I mean he just slipped. But yeah, his leg kind of twisted weird. That's what he said. He said, I had slipped. The floor <laughs> was wet. That's what happened. I ran and unexpectedly fell. He also added, I'm good. So there's no injury, I guess, to speak of. Did you see that, Jeff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry, they're showing a bunch of goofy clips of Jokic. Yeah, he's being so goofy. Anyway, today, Hero said this. He said, I feel like things aren't going in the right direction. And he's speaking about the heat. He added, we've been feeling like that for a while. There's been games where we've lost that I felt like we could have won. But at this point, I feel like things aren't going in the right direction. So we got to stay healthy and continue to make things go in that direction. I assume he means the good direction. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The Heat have dealt with injuries. Hero... Jimmy Butler, Bam, Caleb Martin, Gabe Vincent, Dwayne Dedman, Duncan Robinson, and others. And that's made it really hard on the team to find consistency in their season and their lineups. Two of the last three seasons in the Eastern Conference Finals. So that's their bar, is the Eastern Conference Finals. That's their expectation. That's what they think. First place team in the East last year. This team's better than their record, but they're having problems. Yeah, so the Nets won with that Royce O'Neal hero play. The Nets have the greatest 20-game stretch in franchise history now. Royce O'Neal said in the postgame that he hoped Durant is okay, but he is not. And I hope that TJ Warren picks up where Durant left off. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why are you so biased towards TJ Warren? Did I, you elaborate? I got him. I got him. I stashed him on my fantasy basketball team, mm. and I'm hoping he wins the league for me. <laughs> him or Markel Fultz or Ru- Ricky Rubio, somebody. I gotta find a diamond where there's nothing. Hmm. That's pretty much all I have for the pick game. Do you guys have anything to add? No, but it, it was it was an exciting game till the end. It was really fun to watch. Yeah, mm-hmm. they kept it close pretty much the whole game. It was a lot of fun. I agree. And uh, once again, to repeat myself, mm-hmm. disappointed about Durant's injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. We got two things we got to do. Yeah. Before we get out of here. 
So we better move on to lowered expectations right now. Bo, who's your lowered expectations team? The Oklahoma City Thunder. What have they been up to? It's interesting. They are 18th overall in the league in net rating and 11th in de- defensive rating. I think they're ex- they're certainly exceeding expectations for the season. Right now, they are. Do you think they're exceeding a, expectations? A game and a half. Yeah, I thought they would be like terrible, like Houston Rockets terrible. Okay, but yeah. they're still. We kind of knew that they were. Like they could surprise people. Yeah, I was worried, especially when Chet Chet Holgram was out for the season. But they're a game and a half outside the plan. Mm-hmm. You know, their point differential is essentially even for the season. It's encouraging. They're six and four in the last ten. Their head coach Dagnall looks like the real deal. Th- those guys are playing hard every night. Shea's going to be an all-star this year. They have a superstar. Yeah. And if you were going to do a, you know, expansion draft, how many guys off that team do you want? Mm-hmm. They got lots of young talent. Mm-hmm. So that's the short of it. They're okay. fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll watch a Thunder game, do a pick game, and you can tell us all about them. They are overachieving, though, I think. But they're not, like... I don't think they're a play-in team. They're not going to outplay the Wolves or... No, and I think Jazz, that they may... Lakers. They may pivot to be worse for a little while. They're not going to get, like, bottom four in the lottery odds, but they need to increase their odds to get closer to the bottom. They only have to win six more games to hit the over on their over-under. Mm-hmm. And that was one that I took the over and I suggested people bet on. It was even money to take the over on them. Would have been a good bet. Brian, what about you? My lower expectations team is the Detroit Pistons. They are 11-32. and 32 currently ouch that's their record ouch um they're fifth in the central division there are only five teams in the central division Mm -hmm. so they're last Mm -hmm. in their division they can't win at home or on the road they're just i mean they're just not good kate Kate cunningham got hurt this this was supposed to be a team that wasn't going to be good but they were going to grow and they just, uh, they, I don't even know that they're really growing. They're just uh, playing. They're playing. Bogdanovich is probably, he's probably getting traded at the deadline. Should be. Somebody's going to make an offer. They're going to take a, a pick and another young player or an expiring. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bogdanovich is probably going to play for a, a contending team. Probably going to be a pick and a player. Yeah. If they're desperate enough. Yeah. Yeah, just the Cunningham injury is just a bummer. This is, you know, they have three or four guys on this team that can probably be on the team for a while and grow together, and they're just not, they're not able to, to grow like they should with the injury. Yeah, who in the world would think that they were going to be good? 
I mean, they're fun, but they're not win- they're not yeah, winning games. Like, yeah. who the fuck would think yeah. that they're going to win games? They could be they could be fun with all the young guys with with Kate Cunningham. They could be fun to watch if you if you want to watch like a project team, you know. Yeah, I don't think they're going to win seventeen more games. They're halfway through the season and they have eleven. Yeah, Jalen Duran's getting a lot of rebounds, which is cool. <laughs> Killian Hayes, who is kind of like an afterthought, has been a serviceable point guard in Kate Cunningham's absence, but I mean Yeah. Mm. Jaden Ivey's not putting up really impressive numbers for all the talk that he's like the next John Morant, you Mm-mm. know. He don't look like that yet. Mm-mm. Um but then who could, you know Nobody can realistically and, who's the next and also like who's John to say they're Morant, even using you know? him right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They had a fun little viral moment last week. They they beat the Warriors. Oh yeah. And on at their house, which I mean the Warriors, you know, they they've been not good on the road this season, so mm. um but yeah, you get Clay talking some shit. <laughs> mhm. And then Detroit advances the ball at a timeout and, and wins the game. <laughs> mhm. So yeah. that was fun. That was like all that was like City all over Bay. ESPN for a day. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> But the yeah, five the five hundred warriors lost to Detroit. Yeah, it was the last dance last year. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but yeah, they're not good, and they're not gonna. They were never gonna be good, but they're like really, really bad. Yeah, they're they're terrible. Mm-hmm. They are a bad team. Yeah, bad team, and not even fun to like watch a league pass game every once in a while because you know Cade Cunningham is their star, and he ain't playing. Yeah. They'll get uh, another high lottery pick. Yeah. Be more fun to watch next yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Is that it? That's it. Okay. Who you got, Jeff? My team is the Indiana Pacers. Indiana Pacers, who are currently sitting at 23 and 18 in sixth place in the East. What was their over under? 24 and a half. They only need two more games to pass it halfway through the season. Easy money. That's all I have. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Bo. <clears throat> yes. Just two more wins and you owe me five bucks. Okay, deal. <clears throat> the Pacers have now won like six in a row at home. Going to blow past that over-under. One thing that's interesting about these Pacers is they're in games late. Like, they're really in games. They've had success with close games or late in games. They currently rank third in the NBA in games played that feature clutch situations. They've had 26 clutch situations (laughs) this season. (laughs) They ranked third last year as well. I watched a couple games last week. And they were both close at the end. They lost to Philly in overtime right at the end. And then I watched them come back and beat Charlotte at the end last week. I think it's just us being us, man. That's what Miles Turner said of the team's play in crunch time. Quote, I think that we look forward to the moments. End quote. So they're all about that. They're growing. They're really actually growing. They're not just playing and losing. <laughs> they're actually growing. 
Miles Turner reportedly turned down a contract extension with the NM Pacers. <laughs> He's having arguably his best season of his career. He bet on himself, huh? Yeah. But there's kind of an issue. Like, despite the Pacers' success and being, like, in the playoff hunt, they can't risk losing Turner in free agency Mm-mm. for nothing. Mm-mm. By, like, just hoping that he'll change his mind and agree to their terms, which is probably just less money and less years. Trade seems likely, but who fucking knows? Maybe Rick Carlisle just coaches this shit, and then they try to keep him. I don't know. They should, at this point, I feel like they should just give him whatever he wants. (laughs) They probably should. Mm -hmm. I think pay him. But they don't know if they want to rebuild or try to win. They don't fucking know. I feel like they never know. They're just like happy people are coming to the games. Yeah. Like, oh, we can save a lot of money if we don't re-sign him. People will probably still come to the games. Like Because it's Indiana. Yeah, they're a team that's like every, like, after the last game of the season, they're just like, we made it. <laughs> Yeah. Made it to the off season, and and then like the next season starts, and they're like, "Oh, we made it through the off season. <laughs> we did it." I feel like they figure they'll just be okay no matter what. They don't have to pay him. They'll find somebody cheaper and save like ten million dollars. It's like, it's just a cheap team, I think. And they paid out a lot of money over the last like five years previously and maybe they're trying to play catch up mm-hmm. maybe the hit from covid is pinching somebody's wallet who knows they should just have agreed whatever miles turner mm-hmm. wanted it's frustrating and i feel for their fans maybe they can make the play- playoffs and win a series and and miles will just cave i don't know who's going to have money to sign him in off season I don't know. Like, is your situation going to necessarily be better? Uh, it's not always. Mm-hmm. Just because you have a bigger paycheck, you're playing for a team that's not in the playoffs. So I don't know if that's better. But he's betting on himself. Who knows what will happen? I think it's definitely worth watching and seeing. But, yeah, they're overachieving, and it's great. All the naysayers, everybody thought they were going to suck. Totally wrong. And it was a lot of people. <laughs> It'd be really funny if I had a list of people right now. <laughs> I do have a list. Of <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah, I do. No, I don't. Yeah, I do. No, I don't. Yeah, I do. <laughs> no, I don't. But maybe I did. <laughs> That's about all I got to say about the Pacers. It's my little check-in. We're going to be off next week. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. So we're going to pick a game for two weeks from now to watch and come talk about. Uh, that means I got to hit the little calendar icon. Damn it. On the schedule. I can just tell you what it is. Down. It's the 16th through the 22nd. Gotcha. All right. Let's do that. All right, there I am.
Anybody got any good ideas for a pick game? There's, There's a, a matchup between game. two uh, lowered expectations teams. Wednesday, January 18th. Wednesday? Indiana at Oklahoma City. I see that. Tickets as low as $6. Indy OKC. Hmm. It's got potential. Mm-hmm. Bo should probably watch an OKC game this season. <laughs> I've watched several. Uh-huh. Two stars, one star. How many? I'll say three. Really? Yeah, sure. Okay. I think it's two and a half, and that's what I'm writing down. Okay. Jeff, I notice you're um, ranking this game with a star system. Yes, yes, five-star system. Why is that? Uh, because, Brian, I'm a five-star man. Oh. oh I got to tell you this every week. I'm a five-star man. I'm a five-star man. You tell me every day. <laughs> so annoying. On Sunday, the New York Knicks are playing to- Toronto, the Raptors. Oh. Is that interesting? Like, seriously, who have we not seen? <laughs> I know we've, we've done a Knicks game. We have? Uh-huh. I do forget you, about it. Do you have a list of, like, uh... No, I don't okay. keep up with that. Oh. I can't keep up with everything for everyone. Keep a list unless you want to be a dumpski. Dude, I don't have time to keep list of everything. Look at this. <laughs> Does it look like I have time for more lists? <laughs> Maybe if this was the only job I had. Tuesday, Portland's playing Denver. That's always fun. Yeah. But we've seen them mm-hmm. out. Chicago's playing Detroit. Have we done this already, Brian? We haven't done Detroit yet. And we haven't done Chicago yet. Yeah, we have. We have? Yeah, they were boring. They were boring. Yeah, I went on a whole thing about Zach Levine can't get the ball. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I think you talked for like 10 minutes about DeSumo. Yeah, probably. New York is at Atlanta. That's always fun because Trey Young and New York, they don't like each other. Yeah. And, uh... Two and a half stars. The Knicks are off the night before, so they're probably going to be partying in Atlanta on Thursday night. (laughs) So they'll show up looking like shit. Okay, here's one that I like. Let's get serious. Okay. Oklahoma at Sacramento. Bo's two. (laughs) Lowered expectation team choices. True. That it came down to. I like it. And we've been wanting to watch Sacramento. It's a Friday night, 9 o'clock game. I think that's it. I okay. like it a lot. I'm going to go on as many as three stars. It's going to go up against the Grizzlies at the Lakers. Not a choice. John Morant's going to still be getting the blush off his face from his photo shoots. Not a choice for me. Mm-hmm. The only other one I like is Clippers at Dallas. Just because I think it's a good matchup. Yeah. But I, I want to do OKC at Sacramento. That's fine. I want to make both sweat a little bit. And mm. we've been talking about wanting to do a Kings game for like four, 
episodes. The Kings are in the playoffs right now if they started today. OKC's not. So what if OKC wins? I think it'll be a fun game. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's just call it that since we're out of time and that'll be fun. It's a Friday night game. I like it. We'll just do that. Bo, any any uh issues with that? No, sounds great. Finally, he just agrees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it'll be good for you. It'll be good for you to watch <laughs> watch a game. It's nine o'clock on a Friday night. You could you could pull that off. It'll be fun, man. I think that'll actually like legit be a fun game. And I think we'll learn something about both of those teams by watching them play each other. As I said, we'll be off next week for MLK. And we'll be back in two weeks. I'm very happy that anybody that listened and got this far (laughs) did so. Thank you. Brian, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure as always. Bo? Yep. Are you asleep? Not yet, but close. Thanks for sticking close, it out. Not close, but I'm, I'll be asleep soon. Thanks for sticking it out, man. Anytime. anytime. Happy to be here. Appreciate Thank you me. being here, man. I had fun. I had a good time. All right. Thank you.